Welcome to Pitch Intense, the Fans Entertainment Movie Pitching Podcast, and today, once again, the Game Pitching Podcast. As you join us on our joint pitch effort, the first time we've ever worked collaboratively on a pitch, to pitch Grand Theft Auto 6. I'm always Mike. And I'm always Darren. So this one comes from uh, the Epic Game Store, really trying to put the Billy Big Bollocks moves down uh, over the course of lockdown by offering a free game every week for mm-hmm. the entirety of 2020. And uh, there's been some good offerings. They've had uh, Just Cause 4. I think they had For the King, which is like a, like a D&D-style-based video game. But it really comes to a head now as they are offering the entirety of Grand Theft Auto 5 for free which is just mental crazy now do consider this game is relatively old at this point let me just have a look when it actually came 2013 it came out in 2013 of course that's what i was about to say um yeah so it is a seven year old game so i think any other seven year old game going free to play would not be all that kind of um surprising it doesn't it it doesn't yeah but because it's the current grand theft auto (laughs) That you know? and GTA Online is the most profitable video game of all time, uh, and still is making millions upon millions of pounds a day. Is it um, like the most profitable piece of media of all time now? Yes, it is. That's um, mental. Yeah, I think I can't remember if it's still doing this, but at one point it was drawing in five million pounds a day. That's just crazy. And I mean, they've done a good job. I, I've literally dipped my toe in a little bit when it first came about, but I haven't really gone back since. But I mean, they've done pretty well of keeping that thing updated with expansions and new stuff for you to do. I mean, there's currently an ongoing alien war on there, which is fun. Not That's just something the community has decided to start doing, apparently. They've all dressed up in green and purple bodysuits and have decided to fight each other. So... <laughs> Uh, it's gone full-blown crazy. They're, 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 they're a community unto themselves at this point. So it's a very big, big, big bollocks move. But it also came off uh, the back. Grand Theft Auto was also in the news recently because it came out. Now, I can't remember which one. I think it was from a Kotaku interview that Grand Theft Auto 6 has barely been started, which is yes. which is horrifying considering that GTA 5, of course, came out on the PlayStation 3 and means that the PlayStation 4 in its entirety will not have had a new Grand Theft Auto game. It did have Red Dead Redemption 2, but it will mean that we've gone... Well, we've already gone seven years without a brand new GTA game. And considering how long they can take to make, that might mean we've eventually gone ten years without a brand new Grand Theft Auto game. It's mental, isn't it? And, and like you say, Rockstar have been supporting the shit out of uh, Grand Theft Auto Online. So it, it kind of feels like they've been throwing as many ideas as they can into GTA 5 to kind of make it like... When we talk about um, like games with roadmaps, like when they're like, oh, Anthem will have a roadmap and then it mm. dies in its first year, or Destiny has a roadmap to exist for 10 years and then releases a sequel two years down the line because money. GTA 5 is the antithesis of that. Yeah, It is a game that will probably last for 10 years without the need for a GTA 6, but that doesn't remove the want for a GTA 6. No, it does not. So... Uh, we had this idea that we eventually we would do a pitch on something together, collaboratively, so you could kind of see our working out process. Uh, we're going to limit ourselves. We're only going to give ourselves half an hour, so this will not be this will not give us enough time to give you a full blown, um, you know, full top to bottom pitch for a game or you know, a film like we usually do, where we've kind of thought about it for weeks and sometimes months on end to get our ideas across. We've got half an hour with basics. 
basically. Um, yeah, but, with knowing nothing about this game whatsoever because it doesn't exist. No, but we've got some ideas already that we kind of said, well, we can at least have a starting point with something there. Plus, it's not the hardest thing in the world. You know what I mean? We don't have to really reinvent the wheel here. We just have to do another good Grand Theft Auto game, which has been the consistent model of them. I mean, when you think that GTA 4 is maybe the weakest and it's still brilliant, that's saying something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So with that in mind, uh, I'm going to get us timer started. Uh, I've done next to no research. Oh, yeah, no, I will be doing research as we go through this. I've had some ideas. I've thought about it for 10 minutes this morning. Mm-hmm, um, same. But, but yeah, we're, go- we're going into this blind. This is going to be a real challenge. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of talking, a lot of maybe quick Googling on the side. This may not be our most, uh, what's the word, technically competent of audio podcasts. Oh, Christ, but, no. Uh, hopefully you're going to enjoy it. You're going to see how we... Because if you have, or you will soon listen to Air Pitch for Super Nintendo Land where we had eerily similar ideas and <laughs> yeah. sometimes we've gone away and come back with eerily similar ideas on topics, then you'll see that we're pretty much usually on the same wavelength. So there's not going to be a lot of conflict here, but we'll see what we can do. Are you ready, Maggle? I am ready. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Right. Well, f- uh, straight away, we know where we're setting this, right? Mm-hmm. I did consider for a second that London is the only one they've not gone back to since the PlayStation 1. But... There's a lot of things that you need in a modern Grand Theft Auto game that London doesn't really give you, a.k.a. the sea. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Because you have to stop the land somewhere. So that was kind of a big problem there. So obviously that means... We're going back to Vice City, baby! Boom! Because you sold me the mock-up logo. Of, yeah. It's the VI from Vice City, but obviously that still means six. So it's a no-brainer, obviously. And everyone loves GTA Vice City. It is eternally loved by everyone who played it. It's the one that really put them on the map after GTA 3 kind of set them up. So it makes sense. It's I, I think everyone is expecting it, but just because people are expecting it doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. Yeah, absolutely. There's a reason that Vice City is a fan favourite. It's my favourite one. You can't... And that's the thing, is that I think you can still go back, even when GTA 5 came out, you could still go back and play San Andreas, and it'd yep. still be quite good. Vice City has not aged well. So I think if we want to really bring everything back to, you know, that setting, mm-hmm. it needs a proper modern rescale. It needs to not feel so tankish. We need to give it the fluidity that GTA 5 gave it. So in terms of like the the, the engine that this thing is being built on, Rockstar probably build their own engines, don't they? Mm-hmm. they do. so, so I'm assuming this would be the brand new engine because the Red Dead Redemption 2 was an expansion of the GTA 5 engine but really heavily modified. They basically made a new game as opposed to just, I know they're new games and they're completely different, but they, there is a tendency to reskin. Red Dead Redemption was a reskin of GTA 4. RDR 2 is a reskin of GTA 5. So GTA 6 is a brand new engine. What yep. would you like in that engine, Darren? Oh, what would I like in that engine? Well, I think I had, it, go on. Oh, sorry, go on. I had one idea. Yep. I'm not sure whether this would be like, the bane of everyone's existence or the next level in realism because hot damn did they go all in with the realism in uh, red dead redemption 2 how about yeah. four gauges on the car now i actually found the really realistic for bits of red dead to be its weakest point i found they actually kind of took away from the game sometimes 
So I don't know. I don't. I don't mind that idea, but I I don't want it to be as restrictive as it was in because it felt like you were constantly having to inventory manage on Red Dead to the point where it extracted. I think if we can find a nice balance where you know because that can give dramatic tension if you're doing some missions and the fuel goes out and then you've got oh my god i've got to steal another car i've got to go on foot i've got that's got quite good gameplay things Mm. but it need to be a very quick thing you can do you're gonna have to have lots of petrol stations it's a relatively quick you know i don't want to have to go in have to get out the car walk around pick the thing up put the petrol in stop actually no in america they get people to do that for you oh yeah they do they have attendance that's a good point. Okay, I'm not. I, I can, I'm down for that. If and you I have think, the attendance as like a small, like like a really look quick, like three second cutscene for you to refuel and then you're off. That works. I, and I want the fuel to be relatively long lasting. I think you should get on a full tank, let's say half an hour to forty five minutes worth of driving around before you've got to refuel. And it can be yeah. different for different cars. Obviously, if you've got a, you know, you've got a massive truck or you've got a, a supercar, that can be. Um, they can go down faster than like economic cars. It'd be a good way to introduce electric cars into the game. Oh God, yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Because I think you'd have to. They don't really think they did that in GTA Five. Not really. They, I mean, they did a lot of the hipstery stuff, but they didn't have a, an actual like mechanical mechanical example of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you could like recharge your cars, which would be good because then that would lead into my next idea, which is a home customization. Because. Yes. I would really like to be able to build like a big garage on my house that then I can get like electric car rechargers from. So I don't have to pay to recharge it. And we'd be, um, Oh, what that sounds like a game. Oh my God. What's that sound like? A bit like, um, here in breath of the wild, you could get Link's house and kind of add bits to it. So like, you know, you've got a herb garden, you've got a place to put your weapons on the wall, just bigger and better than that. Yeah, basically. I think the house could start out as a pretty basic... We talk about pretty basic houses in America. They're fucking huge. So this may be like there's a prologue to the story where you're in like a shitty apartment and then you do like the first major mission which results in you getting the house and then you start doing the house up that would then probably spiral out into being a little bit like um, Diaz's mansion from uh, Vice City. Yeah, so would it be a an instant thing or would it be like a real time? So you say you order the garage expansion and it would take like a few in-game days and you'd go back to your house and see in like various degrees of like being built before it's finished? Definitely in-game days, not real days. But no, yeah, not real days. In-game days. I think that would work because then that's a good thing to spend your money on because that there came a point in GTA 5, especially for fans Michael, where you got so much money that it's like, well, what do I actually need to... I always started with a great house. The idea of building something, that's kind of key to what, well, and we haven't talked about story yet, but that was Tommy Vercetti's whole deal, was he's the least personal of all these stories because he was just out to make as much money as possible and build reputation. Yeah. So going alongside that, that could be a really good thing. Because, I mean, you don't really get that with Franklin because he has the crappy house, but then he, Michael just buys him a good house. Yeah, there was no sort of like struggle upwards. You saw that no. Franklin's life was in, in a good place and then it was just fixed. I think that needs to be the emphasis of the story is sort of getting the money, yes, but also increasing your social standards. Yeah, And that opens up further missions, further side missions yeah. as you kind of 
create your standing in the world and potentially even increase your crime empire because you could you could have it just be the house but then you could also have that to like your headquarters if you're if you're going down the organized crime route which i'm guessing it's a grand theft auto game we're going down the organized crime route yep you could like expand it so you could have more henchmen you could do a bit like um do you know how you do the inventory management on assassin's creed brotherhood and black flag yeah where you've got like um people you recruit to the order that you can then send off to go and do things for you mm. so you then get more money back you get more resources back that'd be a good use of that because then you can expand your headquarters to include you know just more henchmen specialized people you say so you've got like um specialized bank robbers you've got specialized um car stealers etc etc that then you can send off on different missions to get you different rewards so you could end up with if you've got if you really go heavily into people who steal cars they can come back and steal you better and better cars yeah that would be really good actually like you you essentially hire people that would be another good use for the money as well if you're hiring people you've got to bankroll them yeah. So maybe that gets a little bit too football managery, but I'd really like having to manage oh. the finances to keep your gang happy, but to keep your stuff coming in. What the hell is wrong with football manager as a kickoff? But that's that's a different story <laughs> for a different time. So uh, yeah, okay, you'd have to do it. So because the problem with GTA Four was they put all that the social stuff in there, but it became so overbearing it became a meme of like basically you, yeah. Every five minutes you got to keep on of it. So you've got to find a way of balancing it being optional. So you could set it to just your headquarters is automatically run, but you don't get the best rewards. It will just tick over you and you a bit of money. But if you put time and effort into it, you get more out of it. Because then you could also have it where you send your bank robbers off to do it something. It fucks up and then you get the phone call going, it's gone wrong. You need to come and help us. And then you can drive to the bank they're robbing and you've got to run in. You don't know what's happening exactly. And you've got to help time, you know, turn the tide, get your men out. Except. It would be it would be like a reverse of the um the street crimes in the Spider-Man games. Exactly. So like, instead of solving them, you've got to make them happen. <laughs> you've caused them, and now you've got to make sure they carry on going. Oh, that's <laughs> genius! Uh, so that's HQ customization, and ga- I'm writing this down by the way, just so we've got it off too. Uh, gang management, lovely. Um, great. Anything else we want to add mechanics-wise? I think if we're having not only sort of in-game construction on the house Mm. i think people have wanted destructible buildings for a while so i think maybe not to the level of like you bring it down to rubble but you can really deal damage on some places and then you can go back and see them being rebuilt in in in-game days i think that would be really good yeah yeah you've got to you've got to keep a tight leash on that because you don't want because so, you know people are immediately going to get tanks and drive towards the skyscrapers and try and bring them down. Yeah. So you've got to you've got to find a way of like if if buildings can show damage without them actually falling over, like the bigger ones anyway, and yeah. then like the NPC houses that aren't you know they're not story critical or anything like that, then you can completely level. But the bigger the building, the less you can kind of do to it. You could actually kind of play that a little bit into the story. So if you're knocking over like a bollard. Like that, that because of the corruption in the city, that might just stay unfixed. But if you go over to like a more rich part of the city and start and like torture nightclub, like the guys are in there straight away fixing it. Oh, and there's another thing you can add into your headquarters because you could have a construction arm as like your legit business. So that as you cause damage, you can then get contracts for your men to go and fix it for you. 
Oh, that would be good. Uh, yeah. I could get you more money. Okay, we're putting destructible, semi-destructible buildings in. Because, I mean, we're going to have, like, bits set in the sticks where you'll have, like, less good houses that, you, yeah, you can just completely trample. It's just I'm worried that if you open it, there'll be people that are determined to level the entire map. And yeah. that would then kind of, then that kind of choke story a little bit in progression. So you've just got to have a, a bit of a choke on that. Right. Just so we're keeping on top of things. We've had 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> Shit. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. So I think we can, should we come back to mechanics at the end for anything just fancy? I, I will say I want bigger customization for cars and stuff. Yeah. So you can, that like, you can you, I mean, like an, an, an intricate level, like on a level of like Gran Turismo and Need for Speed level of shit you can do to your car. Like changing the parts in it. Yeah, individual parts can be tuned. You know, you can... There is something called Car Mechanics Simulator, which I've wanted to get, (laughs) where you can literally go in and reconstruct the engine to what you want. That's probably too big a thing to put in this game. But, I mean, we've got a new piece of hardware. Might as well try it the fuck out. So, like, over... um, What's the word? Um, An overhaul of customization would be good. Do we want to get to... Uh, do you want to do story or location first? I'm thinking location because we okay. know that Vice City is based on Miami. So yes. we would need to keep Miami in. How big do you want to go out? Because with um, Los Santos, yeah, that, that, was, that was originally just uh, LA and then we, they'd plonked Las Vegas in there for no good yeah. reason. Then with GTA 5, we got a huge expansion into like, a bunch of mountains and swamps and smaller towns how far are we going out because i had a couple of ideas but i want to know if you're on the right page okay i think we stick to the gta 5 model miami is the main hub and you differentiate it thanks to its different areas so you've got the higher class bit where the high rises you've got the financial district you've got the kind of more suburban areas where it's just normal houses you've got a lot of beachfront stuff because obviously this is going to have to be a kind of island because you have to stop people somewhere. Yeah. Um, but you can have a heavier emphasis on the kind of beach culture and a bit more of a shipping industry. Um, and then I think in terms of this, you're going to need the sticks. You're going to need like a bit of a rural area. But Florida doesn't have deserts. What it does have is a lot of mangrove swabs and the Everglades. I think that's what you need to add in. Yeah, I was thinking, I was definitely thinking the Everglades. Yeah, 100% that needs to be your rural area. And I think that would take up you know, not the vast majority of them, but that'd be a very big chunk of the map would be um, Everglades, which I know is kind of, but I mean, the desert was kind of one biome, but no one seemed to mind that. So I think just having the Everglades, the only thing you kind of miss there is verticality. Yeah. You don't really have the opportunity to put big mountains in there or anything like that, because that's not really, you know, that's not really Florida's deal. But, but that's that. But you could turn the Everglades into a bit more of like a wildlife-rich area. So like you would yes. definitely have gators, one hundred percent. Uh huh. Big time. Um, I, I would a... like to. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, carry on. I was saying, I, I was wondering how far I'd want to stretch out because I'd really, really have like portmanteaus for Daytona and Orlando. I would love oh, to have that. A hundred percent. We gain a theme park at the very least. Yeah. Like, because I know you have uh, the pier. Um, in uh, gta 5 but i'd know you were having a full-blown disneyland ripoff yeah somewhere there's a character in gta 3 called pogo monkey so i was thinking pogo world yes that works um <laughs> Let's I go think, with that. 
I think Daytona's manageable because I think a smaller community that's like on the other side of the Everglades worth, I think Orlando might be a bit too big. Yeah, you might be right. I think, again, I know we're trying to push the PS5, but I think if you have like if you have a Daytona equivalent that's just like a small coastal town that's away from Miami, I think works. But I think because it's Vice City, I think that's where you want most of your things. And I think Orlando is just... I mean, again, we're still in a theme park for 100%. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I just think, no, I think Orlando might be a bridge too far, personally. I think maybe on the other side of the of the coast, you could have, like, smaller towns that have been hit by natural disasters. So they're, like, in a real bad state. Oh, if we're having destructible buildings, a proper storm system would be nice. Surely one of the missions is when the hurricane comes through. That one, imagine like trying to hit like a bank or a similar location in the middle of a storm like because you could have like because environmentally it doesn't really affect gta 5 that much like if you have like heavy rain it gets a bit more skiddy but like if you had hurricane force winds that were properly fucking with you trying to drive around and you know the car's almost tipping over and you got to keep it down i think that would be a really nice addition yeah that could really work absolutely not only dynamic weather but like mechanic weather yeah stuff that impact like you'd have to you could have it in free play obviously but like certain missions you'd have to turn it off um unless you want to have a difficulty thing where you have a a normal if you're playing at normal difficulty you have a, a mission but if you play at hard difficulty you also get oh you've got to deal with hurricane force winds as well so you can't really chuck grenades because then they just fly off over the thing <laughs> <laughs> that is lovely um oh wait theme park gonna have that big theme park smaller smaller towns yeah that works um but yeah like i said mountains are the only thing you're missing but that's not realistic to florida so i don't think they'd be too big because there's only one it was a very big mountain admittedly in the middle of uh los santos but that's literally it i think building off of grand off of uh red dead i think i'd like to expand hunting yeah you could definitely do that in the everglades area because I think they they kind of they kind of did it a little bit in GTA Five where you could kind of go with Trevor and hunt deer. I'd want to expand that quite a lot. You could actually put a mountain in if you were to base it on the Ocala Natural Forest. Where's that? Um, that is north of Orlando. Um, it's sort of it's between like it's closer to Orlando, but it's on the way to Jacksonville, and it's like the Sanford Airport is actually just at the very bottom of it. Ah, uh, okay, that works. Yeah, okay, I can have a mountain. I think yeah. you need a mountain at some point. And well, GTA yeah. 4 didn't have one. It didn't, no. But, I mean, you really can't get a mountain into the middle of Manhattan. So, no. uh, if we've got scope for it, you might as well. But, uh, yeah, because then that could differentiate. So, you have you have that, like, kind of belt of smaller towns that can be at the foot of that mountain, but they're separated from Vice City by the Everglades. Oh, yeah. And maybe you could have, like like the key islands on the other side as part of like a story mission that you can't reach normally maybe yes that works happy with that um <laughs> where you infiltrate the disney cruise <laughs> oh could you imagine oh that could be like one of the heist missions you're on like little like yep. those hover boat things with the big fans and you're trying to get on a cruise liner to rob everyone yeah they haven't done a cruise ship have they they haven't that would be great because that's a vehicle like too big to steer though it would be cool if you could just get on the captain's thing and just start <laughs> taking over because like vehicle types really reach their maximum capacity at gta 5 like with the submarine yeah and the blimp 
I don't feel like there's much scope to expand there, but that could work. I want, uh, obviously, we're going to have a big airport. I want a big football stadium, like a proper football stadium. Yeah, you could um, have, like, yeah. Well, they call the, on the, the Dolphins are in Miami, yeah. That's it, the Dolphins. Um, so I want that. I want a full blown baseball stadium. Basically, anything that was missing from GTA 5 that can really world build. I want big sporting arenas because then that can be great. If you actually have, like, that's going to be hard to do, although the PS5 is meant to be very powerful. If you actually interrupted a game that was going on with full stands and everything. Oh, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. That'd be okay. real cool. I feel we've set the setting and yep. we've got 10 minutes left to do story. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Right. So I had an idea. Let's see if we can build off it. So Same. GTA 5 had three playable characters. Yeah. I'd want to go back down to two, I yes. think. Same. Um, I'm thinking... I. I think there would be two characters that would be related. The idea I had in my head was brother and sister, um, but I'm willing to move on that. No, I'm happy with that. We need a female playable character. Yeah, and I'm thinking that they would be involved in a, obviously in a crime empire that would rise. Like, I think the opening of the game would be you play as like their dad and it's the yep. mission that he dies in. And then that really diminishes your standing in the crime city a vice city and then it's the brother and sister predominantly the sister as she would be the older of the two trying mm-hmm. to build that back up again so you've got like the the business management head sister yeah. who's like we're taking the fight back to i don't know what the, for example let's say that they're Vercetti's. let's say that they are you know the kids of tommy Vercetti. they wouldn't yeah. be but that's the example. And it's like, okay, the Diaz family killed our dad. We're get, we're not only just going to take our revenge on the Diaz family, we're taking this city from everyone. So you bring in like the gang territories that they had in uh, Vice yep. City and San Andreas. So you could have like the Cuban gang back again. I would really love that because that just had such a unique feeling area to it. Meanwhile, the younger brother is more the hothead, the guy who goes out and does the stuff. I think he would be more more of a gearhead because then you could bring in um like he he not a nascar driver but he's he's like that right so you could have that kind of proper southern american feel with this with the son and that kind of sort of modern brutality from the daughter okay here was my idea but i think we can kind of build it into yours um i thought what would be a nice way is that yeah miami has turned around and for the most part we don't really have organized crime down there particularly like because you know, Vice City being heavily influenced by Scarface, etc. That's not really as prominent in Miami as it once was. I mean, it's still a, you know, it's still got crime, but it's not as bad. It's not especially as susceptible to organised crime. I think what would be a nice story is we saw it at the height in the original Vice City. Now, I know they don't tend to do direct sequels to each other and don't bring returning characters back, etc. Um, wouldn't it be nice if it was... You, they're coming back and it's the fam like the next generation of the families are coming back to vice city after they were turfed out so in that mission where the dad of the brother and sister got killed that kind of turf not just their family but organized crime fell at the end of the 80s because then that gives you a chance to do vice city as it was you can keep it quite small section off a bit of the map that you kind of de-age back to the 80s to have that initial mission go on it ends um with the dad's death and then this is them coming back to try and take it over 
Oh, that's quite good, actually. Kind yeah, of you... like GTA 4, where you had Nico coming back to the, you know, coming back to, or coming to America. But this is them coming back and not just as a random straggler. They're coming back to reestablish the family. And they come back and they they are like, we're going to have to build this from the ground up. Miami's become like a corporate nightmare. Exactly. We're going we're gonna to bring it back into our hands, that kind of deal. See, the only alternative I would offer would be, instead of them being brother and sister, you have them be from previous rival gangs, not like full-blown Romeo and Juliet, but the, the organized crime families have got to restructure, basically. A lot of the people that were taken down on, in the 80s have either died in jail or they're like 70, 80 years old now. And this would be the next generation of those saying, look, together it's not really working but so separate it's not working but if we work together we can try and re-establish ourselves in this um city and you'd have the the lady come from one like say she's from the italian side of things and the man can be from the cuban side of things and we play those two and then through the series of options you make you can either have them split off at the end or they can become lovers or whatever you want to do. You can go down that route and that kind of opens you up. But I think then that kind of, because I didn't like the bit of, because now GTA, the end of GTA 5, you can either kill Michael, kill Trevor, or have all three of them live. Yeah, and you obviously only ever picked the last one. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if you want to drive to a situation where you have to choose which one of these two dies. So maybe the brother and sister eliminates that problem. And you yeah, could then have, you could have them working together initially, the families, but then obviously jealousy can spin to one off and then you can cause problems with them. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. How about the um the daughter is the daughter is the like from the one crime family. Yes. The 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 brother is adopted from the Cuban family as a death debt. So, and so, like, uh, we took that family out, but we didn't have the heart to kill the boy. Oh, a Theon Greyjoy situation. Yes, Hello. exactly. Oh, exactly that's that. good. So yeah. they're adopted. So obviously that's still, it's it's too weird to still push that as a romantic angle. But then yeah, no, I wouldn't some push good that well. conflict. Yeah, especially if she's, like, the behind the scenes setting up the construction company as the front. And he's the guy going out, driving the cars doing the shooting oh and, and then that... you'd have the people in her ear saying you know he's not really part of the family and then you could have the cuban influences trying to drag him back into their side of things but their their sibling bond has to stay the course oh that's poetic that is that's, that's how you fucking do it that's really good i like that there could be uh, in my head i've just thought of a mission we've already got the one where they try and take over the cruise line we've got the one where yep. they storm the baseball game uh we've got the one where they're in the uh, the Everglades. How about one where they try and break an old gangster out of prison because they didn't realise how old he was and they're like and then it becomes like the world's most frustrating escort quest trying to break a pensioner out of prison. Oh yes and he's like proper like it's like trying to break Yoda before he realised he could jump out of jail just he hobbles <laughs> along oh and you've just got to constantly wave after wave of person that is brilliant. Yeah, like it, that could be like one where you play as the younger brother. He's like, "We're gonna rescue somebody from the family." Yeah, and then you get, and he's like, "I've heard stories about how incredible this guy was." And then it's like, it's the end of the Irishman. <laughs> it's, like, it's just really Ooh. sad. I've just had an idea. Now this is prevalent on them breaking their rule of not really linking them together. Go on. 
do you make it the daughter of Tommy Vassetti? Now, I don't know if that works kind of because um, Tommy Vassetti dies at the end, right? Uh, Vice City, yeah. Doesn't he get shot to shit? Yeah, I feel like he does. But then you just get to play on anyway. Let me let me check. Let me check. Check that because I'm not sure. But wouldn't it be cool? Like, the Cuban thing, I think, works best thematically. But you know, we'd have to find the Cuban person that person could be the son of. Wouldn't it be better if they were the son of Lance Vance? It, it would. It definitely would. But, but like, again, you've got to figure out storyline-wise if that's possible. Yeah. And then that would maybe age them too much because then they'd be in their 40s at this point. No, it didn't work. Okay. Oh, no. Tommy survives. Okay. So you could have them be the granddaughter of Tommy Vassetti. Yeah. And then just have them, yeah, have the the Cuban at some point got, you know, yeah, you're right. They, they as a life debt type of deal. What, what was to, that was that gang called like the vargos or something like that Vargos like, sounds right yeah yeah they wiped those guys out and then there was like this kid and tommy took pity and yeah. uh oh yeah yeah no i'm down with that gave it to his son yeah because i think age-wise we want him to be like late 20s early 30s because they're gonna have to be doing a lot of like jumping and shooting and stuff we can't have him be too old so they can't be tommy Vassetti. she can't be tommy Vassetti's kid no because at this point she'd be in her 40s so, and you play as Tommy's Vassetti's son in the prologue, which which sets up the you know that in in that mission you could watch Tommy and the son die. Like, no, 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 no. Tommy's the person you break out of jail. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like you're like Tommy Vassetti was like the don of Vice yeah. City. We're bringing him back. He's like, oh god, oh, he's old as fuck. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That'd like. Brilliant. You set it up as like how they were touting that um, John Marston was going to be in RDR2 and that really paid off. But yeah. like they're like, we're bringing the Vassetti name back. And then you get him and he's old as fuck and he can't do anything. And the whole thing was worthless. And that's like a big point of contention between the two main characters. you got to have it so that they've never met their granddad. Yeah. And they have no idea that he's now like, yeah. Like he, he would have been in his like late 30s, 40s in the 80s. So that would put him, yeah, easy. He's got to be about 80 years old. <laughs> and then, because you could have it, then you could play off the trope of like having the elderly godfather. And But it's Tommy Vercetti. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, that's good. Oh, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm down. Okay, I'm, I'll write all that down in a second. <laughs> we've got a minute left. But I feel like, yeah, so it would be the recap then. It would be setting. Yeah, an expanded Miami-based Vice City. It's going to be a huge, sprawling thing like Los Santos was, but bigger because we're on a new console. We'd have a massive Everglades section. We'd have dotted few towns around the coast and kind of as like a belt separating the Everglades from a more like uh, mountains, natural natural reservation place with a big mountain in the middle. Um, We would have the story of you trying to reestablish the top the Vassetti name as his granddaughter and adopted grandson um who is of cuban descent that would be you yeah difference between she's the more head of business he's the more hot-headed one so you can have both that dichotomy which i think really worked well in gta 5 um because i don't know about you um sorry the half an hour is now what we concluded so it's fine um yeah. the best bit about gta 5 was it kind of i role-played it pretty well in that when i was franklin I was relatively nice. I wouldn't do random crimes. I would just kind of stick to it. When I was Michael, I would, if it was beneficial to me, do something illegal, but I wouldn't necessarily jump into it. And when I was Trevor, I would just go fucking mad. 
yeah, I, I absolutely did exactly the same. And I think that kind of works. So if you have the multiple characters, the one who is more um, together, the, if you're playing as Tommy Vassetti's daughter, she's more together, she's more stable, she's business-minded. So you'd play it a bit more realistic, and that's the one you're doing all your inventory management from. But then when you're playing as the son, so the grandson, that's when you can go crazy. And yeah, that'd be great because we've got not to you know constantly prattle on about ticking boxes and stuff, but then we have a female lead and a Cuban lead. So fucking a, well done for us for diversity. Yeah, that and that came about completely naturally. That that's just taking the stuff from the previous game and expanding yep. it. That works. There's a bit of like it's a bit of uh, Assassin's Creed Five in there with Evie and Jacob, but that was what I thought about first because that's. As I've been told, I've not actually played it. That was the last good one. You haven't played GTA? You haven't played Assassin's Creed Five? The last one I played was Black Flag. No, Assassin's Creed Five is genuinely good. That's the last. Because I mean, once Origins came out, they completely changed the formula basically. So GTA, yeah. sorry, Assassin's Creed Five is the best. Uh, is the it's the last good proper Assassin's Creed game. I like Origins and Odyssey as well, but they're kind of different animals. Um, where I very rarely was stealthy. Um, but no, Evie and Jacob Fry is a good thing because that's the, one of the best examples of like a sibling rivalry done well in video games in that it's it's remarkably well balanced. They they fall out and there's scope to have them properly fall out as you would do with here, but they will always come back together again. And that's kind of what you want. Like uh, I know everyone, GTA is played by lads and they want to have big cool cars and guns, but you still need a good compelling storyline in the middle and everyone can relate to sibling rivalry. Yeah. That is half an hour well spent. I think we actually came up with a really good game concept there. I I like I think, we're, again, we can always delve more into the mechanical side of things of stuff we wanted to add on. But I mean, other than just adding more and more systems, GTA hasn't changed a whole lot between three and five. It really it's got hasn't. Looking, but I mean the the general gist of things, the mission types, stealing the cars, the crazy cities, the crazy characters, hasn't really changed. I mean, good God, if we get to expand on that, the amount of weird Florida man characters you could get out of this. <laughs> you really could, and you could have like, um, you can delve into the sibling rivalry by having. Like you go to like the poor. We shouldn't be doing this. We're out of time. But I'll do very quickly. If you go to the poorer towns, and that's where the Cuban community is, and you could try and have maybe like a, a baby face turn for the for the brother in one version of the ending, that would be yes. interesting. Because then you could also, if you did, ideally you'd want them to stay together. But if people want multiple endings, you could have one where they're just so torn apart that you essentially then have to, you know you can then go off as the brother and have to start another HQ that you do. And you have two separate money pots. You have two separate houses. You can then rival against the your siblings gang for the post game. Um, or if you work together, you can just combine those two things and set up a second headquarters anyway. Cause you know, the sister net trusts the brother to go off and do it by himself. Mm. That, that's how you do it. Oh, and once again, as we usually do with these pitches, I'm going to be very annoyed when I don't get to play this game. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. I really want to play that game now. But that's always a good sign that we've done a good job. I think we've won, but that ultimately is up for the audience to decide. So instead of who won, 
did we win? Did we make a game that makes you excited to play Grand Theft Auto 6? You can tell us in the comments on SoundCloud, as well as on the socials at FoulENT, that's F-O-U-L-E-N-T, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. Go and tell us personally if you don't want to go there. That's uh, That might go in for me on Twitter and Instagram, and at the Guttridge for Darren also on Twitter and Instagram. I really want to know if we've done a good job here, because I, I feel hyped to play that non-existent game. God, it's so irritating. Oh, God. Watch him just throw something crazy at it. It's like it's going to be Grand Theft Auto 6 set in Delaware or something. And we're like, oh, damn. <laughs> Hi, I'm in Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> Virtually. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. And you know they call it Devilware. And, oh, no. Uh, they have to do this, right? And then it's like the Bible bashing game, like where you take down the Web to Whisper of Baptist oh, or something. Oh, it would be, wouldn't it? Uh you know what? Like we need to remember this when they actually announce GTA Six, just so see if they've listened, as they obviously will be doing, uh, and see what <laughs> ideas they've stolen off us. Yeah. Do they want to steal that half an hour really drawn out idea for Vice City, or do they want to go fuck it? We want to make the game where you shoot Trump supporters. Which one will it be? Oh Jesus! And on that note. <laughs> thank you very much for listening to this episode of pitch intense this was fun we should do this one again i really 100%, enjoyed this 100 if you've got any ideas for something you'd like us to collaboratively work on and pitch together uh do let us know we've had an idea uh well i had an idea uh to maybe do uh before they announced it what we'd like to see in the uh sequel to the playstation 4 spider-man game oh yeah of course which i think would be but again we've covered spider-man and superhero so many goddamn times we just felt like we'd do something at least slightly different to begin with but if you have any ideas please do let us know thank you very much for listening to this episode thank you very much for your comments keep them coming in Uh, and we will see you next time bye everybody bye